I'm Laura Harper-Lake. And I'm Sarah Reitzman, and you're you're listening listening to Creative Guts. Hi, lovely listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Creative Guts. On today's episode, we're talking with Kelly Stuck of Stuck in the Studio or Stuck in the Studio. Kelly's hand-drawn pet portraits caught my eye when we met at the Byfield Hay Barn event last month, and Ryan Kelly, actually, from a past episode, introduced us. I loved her work and her energy and knew we needed to chat more. We're really excited to talk with Kelly, so let's jump right into this episode of Creative Guts with Kelly Stuck of Stuck in the Studio. Welcome, Kelly, to the Creative Guts podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We met about a month ago at the Byfield Hay Barn. I loved your work, and then Ryan Kelly introduced us, and here we are. Of course he did, because that's what he does. He makes all the connections. He is a huge connector and quite an amazing artist himself. He's been on the show before. Go listen. Uh, But we're so glad that we could have you on here and get to know you better and know about your art and your process. So would you like to start by telling us a little bit about your art and what mediums you work in, your subject matters? Yeah, so my name's Kelly Stuck. I'm from Stuck in the Studio or Stuck in the Studio, (laughs) Um, whichever you'd prefer. I am a pencil portrait artist that focuses mainly in realism and animal portraiture. And this little tidbit about me is I refuse to do draw humans. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, we're digging right on in. <laughs> do you find it a challenge you don't want to tackle, or do or people just suck? So, well, <laughs> um, I, um, well, he, I mean, people in general are just really interesting, and to me, just I find them much more challenging than animals. At least with animals, they're just so pure and it's just so much easier to capture them. Whereas humans, I think we're so critical of ourselves as people. And I have tried it before. And fortunately, the person that wanted me to do a logo for them was really considerate and let me, you know, she just kind of let me off the hook because I just, you know, I I was honest. I said, listen, I haven't done this in years. You know, are you willing to let me experiment? And she said, sure. And then she just kind of ended, you know, maybe this is a different direction that I didn't want to take. And I said, you know what? That's fine. This was a huge learning experience for both of us. um, And I'm never doing this again. (laughs) Um, So I'm sticking with the animals. (laughs) Well, you do them quite well. So thank you. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So have you been a creative your whole life? I would say so in some aspects. um, I've always, whether it's been, you know, redoing my family's home, you know, different rooms, kind of interior design, or just kind of doodling on the side. It's always been a part of my life in different forms and functions. Um, I mean, I did a mural for my sister's bedroom on her wall. It's like this total like galaxy looking thing that I did with spray paint. Ooh, yeah. Um, And that was like years ago. So it's always just been a part of my life in one way or another. That is awesome. Yeah. So why did you start with the pet portraits? When did that happen? So, I mean, originally I was trying to be a nurse. I went to school for nursing. All right. <laughs> um, totally and, with you so yeah, far. <laughs> and let's just say it did not work out. Um, and as a way to kind of figure my life out, a friend of mine asked for me to do a portrait for his mom. Um, and 
I did that and suddenly I realized, wow, maybe art is kind of the direction I'm headed. So from there, I kind of had it in the back of my mind and I ended up transferring colleges with art education and just art in general on my on the brain. And I started doing it more for family. So like family custom portraits for animals. And, and it was just in the background for a little bit till I completely stopped after college. <laughs> um, I wouldn't touch art at all for a while. And then animal portraits brought me back. And again, those customs of just like doing it for my cousins or my parents. And then it just started snowballing until we're here, <laughs> I guess. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Is it your full-time thing now? It is. I mean, I still do some jobs here and there on the side, but for the most part, this is really like, we're in it. <laughs> oh, wow. We're in it to win it. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> That is the dream, and congratulations. Yeah. That is Thank fantastic. You. <laughs> uh, where do you make? Is Stuck in the Studio a real place? <laughs> um, so Stuck in the Studio is a real place, in my head at least. Um, <laughs> I can't seem to get away from it sometimes. Um, but Stuck, it was something that came to mind after I was KS Creations for a while, and I absolutely couldn't stand the name. It was just something that I was like, I have to have some sort of brand, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I started resenting that. And one day I was just kind of doodling on word, on a Word doc and I came up with, I'm like, I started thinking about when I was in elementary school and kids used to make fun of my name with, you know, being stuck places. And I'm like, you guys. Um, So I was like, I'm taking it back. It's mine now. And uh, I thought of stuck in the studio. I was like, well, that's where I am. I'm stuck in the studio. I'm stuck in the studio. It's super relatable. Oh, yeah. And I texted a really close friend of mine and she's like, did you just make that logo? It was like, did you just come up with that? I was like, yeah. She's like, it's brilliant I was like okay good I'm like then we are this is in it's just become such a huge part of like me and my oh. identity and I have big plans for it for sure oh for sure so awesome plus like take that little kid yeah, to right. make fun of your name <laughs> exactly <laughs> do you work out of a home studio or do you have a like a studio at a collective or a mill um or? it's at home mm-hmm. for now um I would love to have my own space like you know I technically live in an in-law apartment so mm-hmm. it's full studio with my studio so it can get a little claustrophobic with my partner and his cat (laughs) Um, but overall I mean it's just it's perfect for what it is it's a great transition period yeah no I would love to have a studio for sure for sure where are you based out of Hampton Falls oh cool yeah so right down the road Yeah. yeah you had mentioned commissions is where you're at right now. You're doing so much of that. I wanted to Mm -hmm. ask you, when you first started working for commissions that weren't for family or people that you knew, diving into that, was that intimidating, scary as far as messing up or not fulfilling the desire of the patron? At first, it was difficult just because I felt out of practice Mm -hmm. and dealing with different textures. I mean, there's curly fur, there's straight fur. I've never dealt with feathers until this year. So (laughs) I was like, what the hell is this? Um, But I love a challenge. I've always loved that. I like having that drive and being able to capture someone's pet that they love and that brings them joy. It's a feeling that's indescribable that I can offer people comfort that way. But um, so that, I mean, focusing on the positives, but at the very beginning, yeah, it was was intimidating for sure because, you know, you know your pet best. Yes. Um, which is why I came up with sending me multiple clear images and as well as a description of their personality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because that is killer for me. I, I think about it while I'm drawing. I mean, I actually pay attention to it. And it is really something that is, I think, helps me the, the most. 
because pets really do carry a personality yeah. and yeah. they, you know, oftentimes are babies, especially for people who don't have children. Like yeah. they're, yeah. they're really catered to and loved. So that only makes sense. I, I love, know. I love the idea of you thinking about their personalities while you're working on it. Cause it's more about like, like, yes, you are capturing like what they look like, but you're also capturing like their aura, their, yeah. you know, their thing, their personality in the portrait. Yeah. So cute. No, I want, when I have, you know, give this to someone, I want them to actually see it and go, oh my God, that's so-and-so. Like yeah. that is them. Like you've captured their smile or you've captured their like somberness or like you just captured them, you yep. know, because yes. they all have their sassy little personalities. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, um, so I have a rabbit. Oh. I've talked about Luna on the podcast many times before, so our <laughs> listeners already know about Luna. <laughs> well, so I have, not surprisingly, a lot of rabbit art. And I have Ooh. a couple pieces where I'm like, I like this. It's cute. It doesn't really look like a rabbit to me, though. Like, it doesn't capture mm. Luna's essence, and it doesn't capture, like, what I think of when I think of a rabbit. Yeah. I have one in particular that I bought from an artist in Portland, Oregon, who it so perfectly captures what a rabbit looks like and like the mm. way that a Luna would look at me that I'm like that person definitely knows rabbits like they must have mm. a rabbit or they interact with rabbits <laughs> or something like sometimes you can just tell they yeah. captured the like sassy spirit <laughs> of rabbits <laughs> this was a question I'd put into rapid fire but it really makes sense to put it in here what is the, like the hardest animal or breed for you to work on maybe you don't want to say this publicly because you don't want to turn away oh, people boy. who have cows or something but like you know I guess what's the hardest what's the weirdest what's the most common I want to know all these things well I will say straight hair dogs is the most common for yeah. sure yeah but curly gives me a challenge mm -hmm. I'm always happy to do it and I get better each time and it's probably those little things that people wouldn't even notice anyway it's just me with the eye critiquing myself constantly mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> which a lot of artists do you know <laughs> you're your own worst critic sometimes yep <laughs> um so but I would say curly is I've definitely grown a lot especially in this last year but it's always something I'm working on because it's not as common as a dog either I get so many like straight hair cats or just straight hair in general mm -hmm. that I've just had so much practice under my belt versus you know the curly hair what about what's the like the sort of the most out there has anybody asked you to do a portrait of like their pet snake or gerbil or I've gotten inquiries about a chicken <laughs> okay <laughs> and yeah. I was like yes so I think that's going to be happening soon um otherwise I might just do one on my own because I am I love chickens and roosters I want them in my life at some point <laughs> um so yeah that would that would be really fun <laughs> oh any, any horses or or I have done horses like barn um, animals and I have I did a goat recently but that Aww. was me just doing it just because I love yeah. yeah yeah um but I did a I was commissioned to do a horse and then I even knew personally from years ago too which was kind of cool oh um because I used to ride so That's I've awesome. done all sorts of things <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of anybody asking for something that's like like a, a rodent, like a rat or a hamster, yes. like yeah. just something where you're like, I love this like rat so much that I'm going to commission a pet portrait yeah. of it. <laughs> well, I sometimes, and sometimes too, I wonder if people hold back because they think I won't do it. They yeah. think I'm just yeah. strictly cat and dog person, but that's not true. Right. I'm willing to tackle anything. And sometimes <laughs> I think maybe I should just do one and pretend it was commissioned yes. someone. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Look, I someone will. had a pet camel, and I captured <laughs> all their humps. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes. 
there are tons of alpacas in New Hampshire. We can definitely make alpaca. that happen. Alpaca. Oh. That's a little more close yes. to home, I guess. Good call. <laughs> a little more believable. <laughs> or like a like a pig, you know, people oh, have house piggies. pigs. Yes. Yeah. We totally Aww. do that. Oh, yeah, man. everyone with their teacup pigs, even though they were like full grown now because it's not really a thing. <laughs> oh. So this uh, is a very serious question. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you find like in 101 Dalmatians people look like their pets? And sometimes. Yeah. See, the problem is I most of my work is online, so I uh-huh. don't always get to meet them. However, yeah. sometimes when I do, I'm like, no, there's something happening there. There's- <laughs> they look very similar. You look very similar. <laughs> my dog and I share the same hair color. Aww. Although I dye my hair, he doesn't. Yeah. But, and my brother-in-law and his dog have the exact same hair and texture of hair. And, what you kind know, of what breed? No, I'm oh, God, I'm really bad. It's like a, oh, okay. it's a big horse of a dog with curly black hair. It's like a, oh, like so a snicker poodle doodle horse jeez i know and although some of the breeds now when people tell me i'm like what is that is that like three things and one or is it huge they're just making something yeah they're making something up it's it's a breed it's like a full bred whatever and if i said it to you you'd be like oh yeah of course but i'm just really bad at sometimes remembering breeds unless it's like a border collie or a german shepherd you Mm. know i kind of just know the classics yeah fair enough (laughs) do you have pets yourself um, so I don't, well, I, so I share a cat with my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, she was with him previously and I was never really a cat person, mainly cause I'm allergic. Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've dealt with, you know, just the apples. So yeah. <laughs> but she is the sweetest little bean. Aww. She snugs me. She loves to sit in my lap while I draw. So she's definitely like grown on me and I would never replace her. Um, but I am a dog person. Every member in my family has a dog and I'm a dog nanny actually to some burners and a legato oh that's awesome <laughs> so, so cute so four dogs that i take care of so <laughs> they, they definitely bring in some inspiration sometimes <laughs> and emotional support which is important <laughs> have people come to expect pet portraits from you as like gifts Ooh. it's a pretty good like, that is yeah. a great <laughs> so well there was a phase where I mean, kind of starving artist, (laughs) where it was just easier for me to just make things. But usually it was not the customs that they expected. Usually it was something else. But I would never say that it was fully expected. But they always loved getting art from me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes they'd fight over it on Christmas, (laughs) which was always fun to see um, for the Yankee swap or whatever, you know, whatever it's called, Secret Santa. But um yeah, it was definitely, it's cool, though, that they are so appreciative and supportive of it, because it's not like they're like, oh, this is, this is bad, Cal, like, yeah. right. t- take it out of here. Like, oh, thanks for the art. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask about your medium. So colored pencils. Colored pencil and some pen. Oh, man. I find that to be such a challenging medium really? to to have it look good and you make it okay. look good i mean you almost look like it look like a photograph it's so <laughs> hyper realistic but it still holds the charm of the animal and it you can tell it is yeah. a piece of fine art i mean have you always been drawn <laughs> pun to, uh, <laughs> a lot of puns tonight <laughs> i didn't mean to and then i just like oh good job it's perfect <laughs> no but you know in college, you experiment with a lot of different media. You're trying yeah. all these different things in different classes, and then you you go to what resonates with you and how you can communicate and express yourself. Do you want to talk about, you know, why you chose to work in that medium? 
So throughout college, I would say, and even high school, I was very experimental. I did a lot of watercolor or I do acrylics, oil painting, ceramics. I was all over the place. I couldn't decide. But the one thing that kind of stayed consistent is when I'd sketch. And I just found that it was easier for me to use pencils and I don't know why it was just kind of like one of those like it just made sense when you're drawing and like it just kind of clicked and it's been kind of one of my comfort mediums I'd say you know it's always something I go back to I love experimenting with everything but it was definitely the one that I was just like no this like this really feels like me this is just the my jam yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you loyal to any specific colored pencil brand I am not, actually. When you look at my drawings, there are, like, three different brands. (laughs) There are, like, um, Prismacolor, Faber-Castell, and I'm forgetting the other one. But, like, I I will use all sorts, and I've also used Crayola. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I know, because you know why? Because they're the ones that I've had since high school, and I'm like, I might as well use them because I also don't want to be wasteful. So I buy, like, pencil extenders, so I use them literally till the – the very tip. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. I didn't know a pencil extender. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't but either. I can picture it immediately, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, what a practical, amazing invention. Yep. Yeah. Whoever invented them must be, like, just, like, so brilliant. Yeah. I was, and it's just been a lifesaver, too, because I just, like, especially when it gets down to the nub and you're, like, your hand's a fist. Yeah. And you're just, you're just yep. like, no, one last, one last draw. And it's so <laughs> easy that. now. Oh, I love that. I mean, your work just looks so polished. It has that like realism thing, but with still sort of like having that artsy thing. It's like Mm -hmm. it doesn't quite look like a photograph, but in a good way. It still sort of looks like art. And that level of polish, I would expect like, oh, that must come from like a really high quality colored pencil or whatever. But to be able to (laughs) capture that with like, oh, I just use whatever brand. Sometimes I use Crayola. It's so great. (laughs) (sighs) I'm inspired. It makes the medium more accessible too, mm. you know? Like if people are interested in experimenting, you don't need to drop 40 bucks on no. a pack of 12, you yeah. know? You oh, can, God, no. Yes. So yeah. I'm actually teaching a class in at um, Tinker House at the end of this month. Um, and, of course, they were asking what materials, and I was just – I just listed off a bunch of brands because I yeah. was like, it doesn't need to be really anything. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to be – you know, because sometimes people just can't afford these things. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, you know, being smart with your money and whatever you have. Yeah. Um, so I still have pencils at my parents' house that I'll just, like, steal sometimes. Like, they'll have for my little cousins. And I'm like, oh, I'm just taking, like, these three. and Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your preferred paper to uh, create on? I use recycled um, Stratmore. Okay. Yep. So they have a recycled paper brand. And, again, oh. I just try to be as kind of, like, eco-conscious as I can sometimes. But yeah. Is it, like, really... a Bristol type of paper? Um, or... It's just a drawing sketching. Just a drawing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, We love to talk about challenges because there's a whole slew of challenges that come with being an artist. And so we talk usually about like imposter syndrome or like dealing with and posting to social media. But I think I'm curious with you, the challenge of like pricing your work and pricing commissions. Like (laughs) how much do you sort of struggle with that and figuring out like what does this cost? Um, Well, I think we've all been there of, I think back about what I cost or charged for my first. And um, yep. let's just say it was $50. <laughs> um, oh but again, I just didn't have the experience under my belt. And I just didn't want to char- overcharge for something that, you know, it wasn't that I was disappointed or I hated it. It was just I was trying to be thoughtful and meticulous yeah. and, and trying to build up. Um, I'm still struggling with that. I have a lot. I get a lot of feedback about charging more. 
Um, but I'm just, I want to keep people happy and I want to be affordable, but that's also why I offer prints. I do occasionally offer sales, but again, I'm trying to live off of this. This isn't, you know, I don't have a company taking care of me. I am my own boss. I have to, you know, I'm about to turn 26. I need to be thinking about insurance, like (laughs) all the big kid stuff, you know? Um, but I am constantly struggling with that for sure. But I feel like I'm at kind of a sweet spot right now where I'm just going to stay for a while um, just because it has been really nice to just people have been really engaged with it and I just don't want to screw it up. (laughs) Right, right. How long roughly does it take you to do one? For a smaller one, I'd say eight to 10 hours. Okay. It's a long time. It's a big commitment. Yeah, it's a big commitment and I can't do it in one full session. I mean, sometimes I can, but I've learned from experience, it does not end well. <laughs> um, I'm usually way too critical at the end. And so it's nice to kind of break it down, especially when I have a few in a row. I'll rotate them. I'll go back. I also want to give it the time it deserves because yeah. a lot of these pieces, I mean, again, like especially the customs, people are expecting me to deliver something that is wholesome and genuine and, you know, about them. And I, you know, I just, it deserves the time it needs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to feel trapped in it, too. Right. Because then you sort of, I don't know if you do, but I... I can't believe you didn't say stuck. (laughs) Stuck. (laughs) Missed opportunity. I have failed you. Forgive me. All I think of is that Batman quote where he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I failed you. (laughs) You trusted me and I failed you. Um... Yeah, do you feel stuck? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I will I will get stuck and then I'm like, all right, shake it off. And then that's when I'm like, you know. But I had a, a professor at once that told me to actually practice. Like when you do feel like you're hitting that rock, especially when you even when you feel like it's done, mm-hmm. push past that. Because yeah. you'll learn a lot. And sometimes you'll explore and find something even better. And sometimes you do ruin a piece. I mean, I have actually... Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> I have restarted a couple. And I will never say who they are. But I did for I did two. I restarted two in the fall. Um, and I was like, oh, God. It just didn't feel like it was... It was them. I was just like, I can't do this. So it was, I know it was like six hours for each one lost. I was like, oh, I hate everything. But it was worth it. I know. (laughs) But it was so, it was worth it though. So you mentioned you teach. Yes and no. Do you want to tell us about your experience with teaching? (laughs) So um, I have a degree in secondary education and art. Um, and I have never had a classroom of my own, but I have some student teaching and teacher aid work under my belt. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was so burnt out making sure that I graduated on time after transferring and just getting all my classes in order. I was so burnt out that I ended up like dropping art completely and moving to Houston with my current partner and just kind of like (laughs) figuring life out for a bit. Um, but I have missed it. I think I was just frustrated with the way the education system is set up. Yeah. Um, I was frustrated with things I was learning about art in the classroom. And I just wanted, I don't know, I just needed a breather. But I would love to get back to it, you know, when I am in, in charge. You know, yeah. it's different when you have your own classroom and you're, you know, you're doing all of it. Mm-hmm. So kind of in a private setting. So when the director, Mary of Tinker House, approached me at Yankee Homecoming over the summer. Of course, we've been going back and forth to try to get this done for a while now. (laughs) So I'm glad it's finally happening. Mm. But I would love to share the knowledge that I have. That's the biggest thing is, you know, who knows? I want people to have their niche. Like, I just want people to feel 
like they can be part of it because I get a lot of wow I can't even draw a stick figure and you're drawing that and I'm like (laughs) dear god I'm like stop it I hate that that's my probably my biggest pet peeve me too uh you can't see listener but I am like freaking out over here because I say that every day of my life (laughs) it drives me insane because it is the time and effort that you put into honing and developing that skill the education that you paid for to be better at it um you know so I had many of people come into my studio and say that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah. that's kind of a reductive. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice. And, and don't you, like, we all have, we just, we all are good at something. Mm-hmm. It's just about finding that something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people just get frustrated because, again, it's just easy as humans to compare each other. Yep. And I just, I always loved helping people find that. I'm like, my sister, I mean, I have a lot of a kind of artistic stuff in the family. My older sister, she can draw. My younger sister is a dancer. I have no beat at all. I can't. <laughs> um, but we all have that something. Yeah. And I've always craved helping people find that. And, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to kind of, yeah, just share that knowledge Aww. and just figure it out. Well, we're excited to have you on the show too, because yeah. this is also kind of spreading out there to, you know, the message to let people know, like pick up yeah. Crayola colored pencil Absolutely. and try it out. Absolutely. Yep. I actually, in, in this <laughs> month too, I'm, um, starting to be a mentor to two high school students on the Cape and Islands. Cool. So I'll be a virtual mentor for the next five months until June, I think, when their show is. So I kind of get to help them hone in on their skills, which I'm just, I'm just like, ah, I I can't wait. One-on-one is fantastic. I've done that before with a student at the dairy field and it's like, you get to see their process and, you know, they ask like the coolest questions. It's just so neat. I know. And, oh. but that's talk, talk about imposter syndrome. Sometimes I'm like, am I ready for this though? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I'm ready for this. This is happening. Who, like, me? yeah, who, <laughs> me? <laughs> what qualifications do I have? You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this weekend I was a volunteer judge for the New Hampshire Scholastic Art Awards. Oh, wow. And I like, Mike Durkee was there too. And I'm like, who am I to judge? What <laughs> 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 do you do? It's like, you yeah. feel like, what do I know? But then you, if you really do look back and see all you've done, you're like, okay, yeah. I know some shit. All right, you know. Yeah. No, we know more. We know way more than we think we do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I think yes. artists are a bit, or creatives, I'm sorry, creatives are a bit harder on themselves as far as their abilities. Like an athlete who scores a touchdown all the time, right. they're just like, yeah, I'm the shit. Look at that. <laughs> like, there's all these thousands it's of so screaming true, fans, and it's just very... Positive reinforcement is constantly there. And though people might appreciate your artwork, you don't have <laughs> 700 people like cheering you on as you do that final stroke on the on the drawing or the painting. Yeah. And, and it's more vulnerable, I think. Yeah. And I think for us too, it's especially if you're on social media, like that's kind of like our weird audience, but it's like a double-edged sword yeah. because it almost feels like if you don't have enough, yep. you're not good enough. But sometimes when you have too, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a weird balance that I try not to think about sometimes and there's more uh you know ease of trolls to speak yes. their mind and that yeah, can be right. kind of scary yeah i don't see a ton of trolls in the in the art well you know what i notice a lot. is that a lot of artists or creatives are on instagram but not on facebook and i yeah. always wonder if that mm. is part of it like yeah maintaining two is kind of annoying so maybe that's part of it but also like facebook is just so much uglier than instagram yeah. in terms of like the people who we've commented there. I'm so sorry, Facebook listeners. So I just. <laughs> well, it also kind of goes hand in hand with the um, age demographics that yeah. use both platforms. If we're talking about artists that are millennials and Gen Zers, you know, 
maybe even Gen X. I think they're more interested in some newer apps, whereas Facebook has everybody, but they definitely have far more boomers and that kind of thing. People may may not be, actually, no, I'm just going to stop it right there. (laughs) 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 But, But I will say I... So I do have it on both platforms, but yep. I really only use it when I post to Instagram. It'll automatically post to Facebook, yep. like, and that's it. That's like yep. the, the only interaction I have. Yep. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't do any engagement really with when people leave comments or like things on my Facebook. It's yeah. the same way. Like I only care about engagement on Instagram, and Facebook's just right. sort of hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is a yeah. good observation. It's interesting. <laughs> a lot of the people that we've interviewed, I feel like, are only on Instagram. Yeah, They're not yeah. on Facebook. So it's a visual format. I mean, it is. Yeah. You know. Right. The fluidity of it really helps for unless you know. they change another setting again. Right. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna do TikTok. I was I just I gonna. Just, ask. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Although, <laughs> although I have had, I've just had so many people telling me I should um, take a video of me drawing. Time and lapse. do a time lapse. Yeah. And that's something that's been on my mind for at least the last year that I just need, I need to do it. But the problem is I don't do it in yeah. like one sitting, mm-hmm. you know. So I thought maybe if I do like a mini drawing or yeah. – and I'm also like – I can get kind of perfectionist anal about it, yep. especially if the video is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, I'm like, all right, I have to do it at like the same time of day. Like I <laughs> – there's a nice flow yeah. I mean I'm just like and then I'm like you know just stop it <laughs> <laughs> we're done we're done I will say Ooh. uh you know consider filming a time lapse of an entire piece but even just for yourself yeah as an experiment to see if a you would like it to share as content but also I do it uh, especially with digital paintings it's a bit mm-hmm. easier but I find that I learn about my process about like I step back and watch the decisions I made and mm. okay why did I move to this part of the anatomy or whatever I feel like I oftentimes learn something about what I did Mm. and also sometimes I just feel proud feel proud yeah (laughs) yeah you should be proud (laughs) I did something cool It's like a reward. It's like a reward. <laughs> you guys should do a collab, like a person and their pet or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Although I, I really can't do colored pencils easily. Oh, but no. maybe that's a good challenge. It has to be mixed media, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Media. Well, actually, I could. You could paint a port. You could, excuse me, uh, illustrate a portrait, and then I could you know, scan it in and do the person mm. digitally mm. and I could do it looking like colored pencils. <laughs> there we go. On Procreate, they've that got would pencils be that would simulate And that. see if people know if that's, you know, what's actually colored pencil or what's digitally Oh my gosh, done. yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know, it, yeah, Procreate, it's like... It's intense now. I mean, uh, do you use I've it? I've seen, no, I'm not digitally, I'm digitally impaired. I mean, <laughs> like I said, my logo I made on a Word document, so. <laughs> and I'm, you know what, I'm never changing it. I love it. I was like, that is me. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's fascinating to see digital art now because yeah. it's just, I'm like, wow. I'm like, it looks so real. Like, it looks like an actual drawing you can make sometimes. It, yeah, like I have a... a thing of the state of New Hampshire that I did with watercolor mm. brushes in it, but it's all digital. I didn't yeah. really do watercolor, but everyone thinks it's actually real watercolor because you can make it look like that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy. I actually haven't played with like pencil rendition brushes on Procreate, so I wonder if I'd even be able to mm. accurately <laughs> do that. <laughs> but that is an interesting thing. Do you, as an artist, try to challenge yourself or mix things up? And if so... How do you do that when you work in one medium? 
Um, for me, it's really been my own originals. Mm-hmm. That's been my real challenge is trying to figure out different textures now with pencils because, I mean, I did horns the other day on the goat and I was like, wow, I'm like, this is different. Like, this is like a yeah. very flat kind of shiny surface almost. Yep. So I'd love to do something scaly next. It was fun to do fish. Ooh, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a, on a bass right now. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm excited to share that one. Oh, an iguana would be so and cool. An iguana, <laughs> yes. Their texture. Yes. Um, so that's been more of a challenge as I, you know, kind of turn the corner because I still want to keep like my original work and I'll never get rid of customs because mm-hmm. it's just been so fun to do. But yeah, definitely the textures. That's been, oh, that's been it. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed with some of the events that you've been involved with, it looks like there's a cause related to an animal uh, foundation or rescue. One was related to Mary's dogs, and then there was another one. I'm forgetting oh, the right. name. Okay, maybe this isn't a well, right, well, it is. <laughs> but I, but it's partially true. I mean, Northwoods, they were doing Mary's dogs, which... Northwood um, Brewing. Northwood Brewing, yeah. So, um, yeah, Sarah. Yep, yep. I, she's on. She was how I, I reached out and I said, I was like, do you have any room for this? Like, this sounds so interesting, especially since that was when I was really full on just on customs. Mm-hmm. It was before my original work. So that was cool to do that. Bryony and Birch, I say it wrong every time. It's either Bryony and Birch or Bryony and Birch. They're based out of Amesbury, but oh. they have a Bryony and Body studio now in Exeter, down like right next to Paws Pet Boutique, which, side note, I actually used to work there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I used to help manage it. Um, so... They usually pick an event like um, Cape Crusaders, or, or um, they've done a they've done a bunch of ones. Mm-hmm. But it is nice when there are events that are catering to um, something that just helps people in general. Like yeah. it's first, it's great to have an event for you know people to connect and get together. But it's also great to just have um, a real reason to you know spend your money on something that's doing yep. something positive. Absolutely. You know, in all sorts of ways. That's awesome. Yeah. So now it's time for rapid fire. If you're not familiar with that, we ask quick questions with quick answers. Oh, boy. (laughs) And if they're not, we edit them. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) What other artist has influenced you the most? Gustav Klimt. Of animated animals in movies, do you have a favorite character? Bambi. When I was, let's just do Bambi. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard one. That's the only one that popped in my (laughs) head. That was a good question. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it's was really good. tough. Um, I love uh, Lady and the Tramp, mm. and so like the Tramp is like I basically married because Jeff is like a roguish, you yeah. know. <laughs> but um, and then uh, the What's dog it? and Oliver and Company, the main dog. Yes. That, oh my God, that's such a good one. I choose well, that one. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> Oliver and Company done. Because yeah. especially the kitten. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, the whole crew. I love them. They're so good. <laughs> so good. We already know the answer, which is why we wore our yellow sweaters. But for our listeners, what's your favorite color? Yellow. <laughs> but I do prefer a neutral palette. Like, that's been my... Mm. Okay. But um, yellow, I don't know. I'm always drawn to it. Always. Yeah. Kind of like the warmer, yeah. you know. It's bright and happy. Yeah, bright yeah. and happy. What's your favorite scent? I'm not much of a smell person. What scent do you hate the most? <laughs> Um, when, so I grew up on Cape Cod and I hate the marsh, marshy smell. Oh, Oh, I love the marsh. I'll restart. Marshy smell. (laughs) Fooled you. We're going to put that as your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Writing it into the episode description. Kelly loves marshy smells. (laughs) Get our candles, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god ew oh man what's your favorite sound water waves crashing oh yeah in the marsh i'm just <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> Oh God, I used to play in that mud and I can't, I think about that now and I'm like, oh God, my mom dealing with that with us as kids. Oh, oh, (laughs) never. (laughs) What's your favorite texture to touch? Tree bark. Where is the most inspiring location you've traveled to? Ireland. Oh, in Iceland. Oh, I would love to go to Iceland. Iceland. That's huge on the list for me. I love Iceland. Uh, What is the last new thing you've learned? I learned how to do a, a, you know, an organized mailing list, like how to, how to download for a MailChimp. Nice. Um, Fancy. Yeah. Being a small business owner, really handy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, lots of learning on the uh, business end, I guess. That's nice. Been, yeah. So it's just not interesting. To, I guess, well, depending it's who handy. you are. It's, it's handy. handy. Yeah. yeah. Clincher question. This is how we end every episode. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? Don't have any regrets. I think I've spent so much time thinking, oh, well, if I'd just done this, you know, I could be here now. But honestly, everything that I've done up until now has just made me be, I mean, it's just made me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I wouldn't be in the same position that I am right now if I hadn't done all of those things and learned all those lessons and gone through all those different challenges. So I guess be patient and no regrets. Yeah. It's the biggest thing. Yep. Oh, that's really good advice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's so easy to dwell on the stuff that we regret, and it's completely pointless. Right. there's nothing you can do about right. it now. There's literally nothing you can do, and you're wasting time and energy that could be utilized for something, you know, more important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kelly, it's been so fun talking yeah. to you. <laughs> it's been really fun talking to you guys. <laughs> no need to yell, there's Laura. <laughs> it's been so fun. <laughs> Lots of last night. It's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real serious yeah, stuff real, here. Real, real serious stuff. <laughs> we got really deep into the guts. Mm-hmm. No, really. Thank you so much for being on the yeah. show and for talking with us and telling our listeners all about you and your story. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Nice. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you again, Kelly, for being on the show. And with that, show, show us your creative guts. Another huge thank you to Kelly Stook for joining us on Creative Guts. We laughed so much during that episode, and Kelly is so lovely. I'm so appreciative that she feels the need to inject every portrait with a little of the animal's personality. I love that she works in colored pencil and pen, which is not a medium that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. Her portraits are realistic without being too photography. They manage to keep that fine art feel I loved talking with her about what animals she's drawn and which ones she'd like to draw, and I can't wait to see what Kelly does next and connect with her in the future. Getting to know Kelly was so much fun. We laughed like crazy and delved into her creative process. I admire anyone who works with colored pencils and who draws animals, two things I find incredibly challenging personally. She is a master at her craft, and it is obvious she has put in a lot of hard work and thought into what she creates. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing your tale pun with us <laughs> i'm so proud of that <laughs> check out kelly's work at stuck in the and on instagram and facebook where her handle is at stuck in the studio sorry for switching back and forth between stuck and stuck it is interchangeable <laughs> as always you can find those links and more in the episode description and on our website creativegutspodcast.com Come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram where our handle is at Creative Guts Podcast.
Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode of Creative Guts. Hello. 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 (laughs) Of Stuck in the Studio. Kelly Hant. Oh, no, that's not how I wanted to do it. Shit. That was a dog. Dog! (laughs) (laughs) Only one little baby mess up from me. Woohoo! Otherwise, we did good. We rock. We did well. Oh, we roll. Oh, he rock. Oh, we roll. Any more singing you want to? add in before i stop no (laughs) (laughs) no i'm cool i swear (laughs) hello (laughs) our matching sweaters (laughs) we did not plan to do this i was gonna say i was gonna ask you but i was like maybe maybe this was an accident a happy accident it happens all the time it does and we both thought to tell the other we were wearing yellow, and we both yeah. decided not to, and then we both wore oh. yellow. It's cuter we'll just, this way. We both just obviously like our yellow sweaters. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, yellow is my favorite color. So ah. oh, we knew all along, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Can you say your name into the mic just for a levels test? Yep. Kelly Stuck. Stuck. Yeah, so that's the th- the funny thing, it's actually stuck in the studio because oh. it's German, but ah. but it's funny ah. because it's stuck in the studio. So yeah. I like to use it in multiple ways. Kelly stuck, stuck. yeah, stuck. stuck, stuck, stuck. I gotta, <laughs> and I'll forget. So I'm gonna, <laughs> and we're gonna start right now. Okay, welcome, Kelly Stuck. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll start for real. I just wanted to get it down once correctly. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to like write it phonetically so I'd remember for Stuck. later. Like two O's? Like like, like you took something but with an S in front of it. So I was, even throughout high school. Whoa. So sorry. <laughs> Do you want to say it again? Yep. Even <laughs> um, I fear it might be time for rapid fire. Ah, of course it Do you is. have another... Bigger question, though, that you want to ask, or no. should we go in? No, I was thinking about if you wanted to hit eight or uh, ten. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely want to do eight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's your favorite texture to touch? Wood. Mm. Which sounds dirty now. <laughs> <laughs> tree bark, tree bark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, God. I'm going to have you uh, stop laughing and you're going to say tree bark and then we'll add what you really what said is- into the blooper. Okay. <laughs> Call to action. I know. And talk about a cool name too. I right? Like so yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it was the first thing Laura came up with and we were like, no, that's it. We don't need to think about it. Right? Oh, shit. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh.